Royal Care Health System, Excellence in Healthcare, presents Weekly Dose of Wellness. Here's your host, Deborah Howell. And welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about recognizing when to seek help for anxiety disorders. Our guest is Tammy Heileman, a mental health therapist at Memorial Care Center for Mental Health and Wellness, Community Hospital, Long Beach. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you, Deborah. So anxiety disorders are the most common mental illnesses in America, affecting close to 20% of the population. So while treatment is available, the stigma surrounding mental illness often prevents people from seeking help. Tammy, you conduct individual group and family therapy sessions for patients and family members of those suffering from mental illness or chemical dependency. So my first question to you is, what are anxiety disorders and are there different types? Well, anxiety disorders are a group of related mental health conditions, each having unique symptoms, but all the anxiety disorders have one thing in common, which is a persistent, excessive fear or worry in situations that are not threatening. And according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders, which is the standard classification of mental health disorders in the U.S., there are 11 different types of anxiety disorders, but the common ones that, in general, people tend to associate as anxiety disorders are the generalized anxiety disorder, agoraphobia, panic disorders, social anxiety disorder, or social phobia. Okay. And how is an anxiety disorder different from the anxious feelings that pretty much everyone experiences from time to time? Yeah, that's a good question. An occasional worry or feeling anxious is really a universal human experience. It's a normal part of life. For example, you might feel anxious when faced with a deadline at work, mm-hmm. driving through heavy traffic, running late to an important meeting, or maybe getting ready to take an exam at school. All those things we commonly experience, and we experience some anxiety. Anxiety is the body's normal reaction to danger or even a stressful situation. In some situations, anxiety may even be beneficial, like it could be a warning sign to us that something is going to happen. But when we experience anxiety more than just a temporary worry or fear, um, and we start to experience it chronically and it doesn't go away, it's excessive, and it gets worse over time, then it can start affecting our normal life, and that can lead to an actual anxiety disorder. Okay. And how common are real anxiety disorders? Well, anxiety disorders are, um, as you said earlier, about 20% of the adult population in the U.S. are affected by anxiety disorders. And children between the ages of 13 and 18, about one in eight children experience an anxiety disorder. And studies have shown that women are slightly more likely than men to have an anxiety disorder. And um, older adults, anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness that they So, Tammy, what are some of the symptoms of anxiety disorders that people can look out for? Well, all anxiety disorders have one thing in common, which is a persistent, irrational, and excessive fear or worry. Some of the common symptoms to look for are the emotional symptoms, the feeling of apprehension or dread, feeling tense and jumpy, 
restlessness or irritability, having some problems concentrating, like can't remember what you read, difficulty focusing in class, and this anticipation that something bad is going to happen. You're kind of looking for signs of danger. So okay. then we also want to look at common physical symptoms, which include like the pounding or the racing of the heart, a shortness of breath, kind of an upset or tightness in the stomach, dizziness, muscle tension, fatigue, and insomnia. That's a big, long list, Tammy. It is. <laughs> so what causes anxiety disorder? Do we know? Well, um, different researchers have said it's kind of hard to determine what are some of the causes, but some things that they have found is um, some of the contributing factors would be maybe environmental stressors and maybe life events. Maybe a person has experienced a traumatic event such as abuse or death of a loved one or violence or prolonged illness. Um, also, studies have shown that genetic, genetics play a role. Some families will have a higher uh, than average numbers of members of families experience anxiety. They might have a likelihood to also develop an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And also there's brain chemistry imbalance that can contribute to anxiety disorders. So the big question, the one I most want to ask you today is, can anxiety disorders be prevented? Well, I think it's it's more of the question of how can we manage our anxiety disorders. Um, different researchers have said it's not possible to prevent anxiety disorders, but we can manage it better. And some key things to that we can do for ourselves is one, being really aware of our emotional, cognitive, and physical health and any symptoms like the ones I mentioned earlier if we're experiencing them. And learning to identify any life stressors you're currently experiencing or expect in the near future and developing positive coping skills to help us manage it, really prioritizing how we're taking care of ourselves. That sounds very logical. Are there, in addition, some treatments available for anxiety disorders? Yeah, there are several treatments that would be very helpful. As you mentioned earlier, anxiety disorders are um, the, is the most common mental illness in America, and about only one-third of the people suffering from anxiety disorders actually seek out treatment because of the stigma attached to it. Sure. Um, psychotherapy or talk therapy, meeting regularly with a licensed mental health clinician, maybe on a weekly basis to address the underlying stressors contributing to anxiety and then developing strategies to manage the symptoms better. One other treatment that is really important is medication and um, meeting with a psychiatrist and being evaluated for um, your anxiety disorder and discussing with a psychiatrist the possibility of medication and how that can help them manage their Cognitive behavioral therapy is really a well-established, highly effective, and evidence-based approach to treating anxiety disorders. It's also effective for other mental illnesses like depression. Um, And CBT really um, typically involves learning specific skills and being able to identify and challenge the unhelpful thoughts or inaccurate thoughts that we have because our thoughts are associated with our feelings. When we're having unhelpful or maybe even distorted thoughts about a circumstance, 
our anxiety can start to elevate. If sure. we learn the skills with a trained therapist, we can start to challenge those thoughts and really question like, is that really accurate? Do I really believe that? And is that really a helpful thought? So with a therapist, you can actually start to identify those thoughts and then start to challenge them and question them and then replace them with actually accurate thoughts. Do you see success with that? Actually, I do. I actually, in my practice with um, clients, I often use cognitive behavioral therapy and I have seen actually pretty quick um, changes in symptoms with my clients um, within several weeks if they're really actually practicing the skills that we learn in treatment they have reported a reduction in their anxiety symptoms. Oh, that is fabulous news. Tammy, where can people go to find out more information about treatment at the Memorial Care Center for Mental Health and Wellness at Community Hospital Long Beach? Well, they can go onto our webpage at memorialcare.org slash mental health. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Tammy, for giving hope to so many We really appreciate you being on the show today. And for more information or to listen to a podcast of this show, please go to memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. That's all for this time. I am Deborah Howell. Thank you so much for listening and have yourself a great day.